Hello and welcome to season two of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. The song you just heard is You've Got Another Thing Coming by Judas Priest. It is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Brett Couts. So Brett's story is truly one of trials and tribulations. On the map, Brett was a three-time state qualifier and two-time state runner-up for Creston Orient Maxburg. He was a part of the 2007 team that won both traditional and dual team state tournament. They're the only team in Creston history to do that up to this point. That same team was inducted into the Creston Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2021. But in the summer of 2007, Brett fractured his left leg playing baseball, which put his senior season in serious jeopardy. People who were there said it looked and reminded them of the Joe Theismann break. Um, but in Brett-like fashion, he worked his ass off and made a return trip to the state finals that next year. One last thing to note, tomorrow, September 14th, is actually Brett and his wife's 10-year anniversary. So it's a big milestone, and I wish want just want to wish them a very happy anniversary. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Brett Couts. So what are you up to? You said you work on the railroad? Yeah, I just got off this morning and I got in around two or three and slept for a few hours. We got to put in a dishwasher for my wife here after this. So, <laughs> dang. So, you work on the railroad, so you're working at night and getting off at two. <laughs> they they just call they call you whenever we're on call time. So, mm-hmm. whenever. So who, do you, who do you work for? BNSF. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So being in Omaha, I know. I see BNSF all all over. So yeah. So do you drive the trucks on the on the on the tracks? No, 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 that's, no I don't. I get a stick. Oh, what do you do for them? I'm a conductor. Oh, so you? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to ask you wear like the uniform and like the hat, the conductor. No, no. no they're jeans and uh, t-shirt usually. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, what's that like conducting a train? I mean, oh, it's it's pretty pretty tedious. I mean, mm-hmm. it's whenever we have to set out cars and stuff like that. And some days is nice, some days not all nice. You know, sometimes it might be a blizzard, sometimes it might be pouring. Yeah. Other days it's seventy and sunny. You know, and just take it as it comes. Yeah. Dang. So, so is your schedule pretty pretty sporadic then? Uh, yeah. I don't really know exactly when I'm going to have time off most of the time, but you know, we're guaranteed, like we can only work for 12 hours and then we're guaranteed like 11, 10 hours off. So, you know, they can call you anytime after your 10 hours, Mm -hmm. which most of the time is not, not that bad, but you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes you might get called right back out and it's not as fun. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You just sweating the 10 hour mark comes in. Damn. All right. (laughs) The phone rings right away. Shit. Yep. I got to (laughs) go. Wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad when I was just married and didn't have any kids, but. Right. Kids don't like it very well. Yeah. How many, how many do you have? I've got two little girls and I've got another one on the way here in December. Yeah. Nice. Do you know the gender of that one yet? Yep. Another girl. Another girl. Yes, sir. (laughs) <laughs> the, the the wrestling dad curse, man, which isn't oh. bad anymore because you know gr- girls wrestle, but it seems like all the wrestling dads always have girls. You know? I know, you know, 
something I've struggled with, you know, but my, my youngest daughter right now, she's six and she's, she went, I have a little cousin that wrestles for winter set. And so I, I've been trying to get out and stuff. So he went to the Creston tournament and I took the girls there and they seen little girls wrestling. So my youngest decided that that's what she was doing this year. So nice. We're going to get into the swing there probably this fall. Right on. Where do you live at then? I live in Creston. Okay. I moved away for a couple of years. I went into the Navy and then I did that a little while. And then I came back and got on the railroad and, been here ever since yeah. what'd you do in what'd you do in the navy i was a navy cb which is like a i did like hvac and plumbing and stuff like that um we got deployed to okinawa i actually wrestled a couple freestyle tournaments in okinawa i've never wrestled freestyle before my <laughs> how'd you do i got second in both the tournaments which uh-huh. i mean there was only like i think there was like eight guys in both of them but well i remember the first match i wrestled this kid shot in on me and I like was defending a shot and I went out of bounds and they gave him a point. And I was like, what the hell is that about? Like <laughs> I didn't score. And then the ref's like, yeah, he forced you out. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's do this. All right. <laughs> so funny. It, was, um, it was pretty funny. So no, it's interesting. You said that you, uh, in the Navy, you were working HVAC and plumbing and somebody I just talked to is a plumber. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I could have went, that's funny. I could have went that route, but I decided to do this, this gig instead. So, yeah. Why is that? Uh, you know, I really, I honestly don't know. I just, my, <laughs> my dad's on the railroad. My grandpa was on the railroad. My little brother is on the railroad now. Just kind of a family deal. Yeah. I, you know, I've tried to get away from it, but it always, I always come <laughs> like my mind always comes back to it. Yeah. How, um, how many brothers and if you have any sisters, how many siblings do you have? I've got, uh, so my parents got split up when I was like a year old and my mom and my stepdad, I've got, uh, two brothers that are younger than me and a sister. And then for my dad and my stepmom, I have a sister and a brother. And, uh, I lived with my dad growing up. So I grew up mostly with my little brother that works with me on the railroad and my little sister that, She's a school teacher now in Creston. So, yeah. So, did any of them wrestle? Uh, my two brothers, Skip and Cody, from my mom and my stepdad, they wrestled in high school. Um, they were, you, you know, they were they wrestled for East Buchanan up in. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, so I'm from Minota. Yeah. yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, so uh, I mean, they were they were pretty decent, you know, pretty decent. They didn't. I don't think they ever made it to state, but you know, is what it is. Yeah. What about your your dad or like is there any wrestling in your family besides your brothers? Uh no, not really. Um I just when I was little my my stepdad actually got me into wrestling pretty hard. I don't know. He he wrestled a little bit in high school but not much, you know. Yeah. And I remember he had a video one time as the Dan Gable competitor Supreme video. And I watched that when I was like five and I mean, I just wanted to do what they did. And so he started taking me to tournaments and just kept getting me going. My dad, my dad would take me, you know, cause I lived with him. He'd take me to the practices and make sure I got there and stuff. But a lot of the tournaments and stuff, my stepdad was taking me to and stuff like that, you know, just, I just kind of, 
I was really bored as a kid and it, this kept <laughs> me out of trouble and, you know, kind of let me get my energy out. Really. Mm-hmm. My parents probably loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And probably maybe your, did your siblings like it too? Cause you kind of came well, home. And yeah. Beat up on them when you got home. No, really my, my brother and sister that I lived with, my brother is seven years younger than me. So oh, okay. pretty big age gap there. My closest brother is Skip, which is from my mom and stepdad. I think he's, I'm 33. So he's probably 30, 31 now. And then Cody's probably 29. So I, when I went up to see her, me and them, we rough doused a lot. So <laughs> yeah. That's what about, what about baseball? Oh, I love baseball, man. That's probably my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandpa, I have a lot of family from the East coast, um, in Pennsylvania, they're huge Penn state fans, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> so when I was younger, I started playing baseball. Just, I just wanted to do all the sports really. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I really started developing a love for baseball and uh my grandpa was a really good baseball coach in Pennsylvania like he coached a lot of the summer teams and stuff like 18 16 and under type stuff like that. And so when I would be done cuz I played traveling baseball from 3rd grade to 8th grade. So whenever mm-hmm. I was done with my baseball season I'd go out to Pennsylvania every year and they'd be playing baseball. So some of those teams kind of took me under their wing and like wow. helped me game and stuff like that and i learned a lot while i was out there i mean i went to a lot of baseball camps and stuff and i really enjoyed baseball more than i kind of enjoyed wrestling you know it was a lot lot easier for me but wow did you do any sports then what did you do any other sports then Uh, i played football till i broke my leg my so i played football throughout my you know junior high high school flag football all that stuff Mm -hmm. until i senior and then I couldn't play because I was hurt so mm-hmm. yeah wow. that's you went home out to Pennsylvania to play baseball wow what was that yeah. like it was fun I mean I didn't like I didn't play while I was out there but like my I was always with my grandpa's teams and stuff I was like their bat boy and like I was doing their <laughs> stuff you know and I remember heck I remember I was in like fifth grade and I was out there one time because I've got an uncle that's only about four or five years older than me and he was on my grandpa's teams and stuff. I remember they had like a, I don't know, like a 34, 31 bat, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like grade telling my grandpa, I want him, I want to take batting practice with that bat and thing <laughs> bigger than me. And, you know, it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, a lot of fun out there. I learned a lot of stuff, especially pitching. I, that's where I, I played pitcher or, I mean, I played third base and I pitched and that's where I learned most of my stuff out there. Was, you know, I mean, I don't know those, those guys kind of, taught me mm-hmm. so, so third base and pitcher that's where you were huh yes yeah, sir nice what'd you get up to how fast did you get up to did you uh, have my sophomore year i the fastest i threw was 83 but then i didn't ever get i didn't get uh, gunned after that so i don't know <laughs> dang i remember guys it was kind of funny like i remember guys were like how do you throw so hard you're like five foot five like 130 yeah. pounds like <clears throat> i I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so I work for the storm chasers here in Omaha AAA team. And yeah, some of those pitchers, they're, they're lean, but um, man, yeah, they got, they got an arm. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is either. Man. My girl, he gave me a bunch of, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. He's an old coach. Uh, Tommy Mansky. 
he used to have like a bunch of videos and stuff. And so like when I was younger, my grandpa gave me his pitching and his hitting tapes. And I just would stand in front of the mirror and do like the, the mm -hmm. five steps to the wind up and stuff like that, this daily constantly. So wow. I'm the kind of person that if I'm not good at something, I, I absolutely hate it. And like, I'm going to be good at it or I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I got to work. I got to work to make myself decent or I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like a fool out there, I guess is what I should mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Were you good at wrestling then right away? Uh, you know, not really. Um, I really wasn't like, I was mediocre as a kid. I think I, I didn't really start clicking until I was in like, I don't know, sixth grade. Probably I started realizing that, you know, Hey, I could be pretty decent at this. If I put some effort into it, you know, like, um, I qualified for state, you know, from like sixth, seventh and eighth grade, but I never really did anything there. Um, mm -hmm. but like some of my friends, you know, Quinn Leith and Andrew Long and those guys, Jesse Harris. I mean, mm -hmm. we were all really good friends and they were always having success up there in AAU and stuff. And I just, I couldn't put it together. I don't know. I just wasn't, it wasn't clicking for me back then. So I don't know. I, I started working a little harder at it as the time went on. Mm -hmm. I actually quit, I actually quit wrestling when I was in eighth grade. Cause I was so mad. Like, no kidding. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play baseball all year. I'm not wrestling anymore. Like, this is dumb. I don't want to do this. Like, I'm tired of it. But my, like I said, we were all in the same class that pretty much the class I had so much success in Creston. Like, we were all in the same class. So then every day, you know, my, my buddies would be like, man, you know, you're going to wrestle. Like, let's go. Let's start. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, next high school, you, you know, you can't, you got to help the team out. You're not going to be, you're not going to be sitting on the sidelines. You know, you're going to be wrestling. So get your head out of your butt and let's go. Yeah. You know, it's easy to probably get persuaded when you have those guys in your, in oh, your, yeah. in your class. Yeah. So, so did you quit right around when Trent started? No, uh, I quit in eighth grade and then I, I don't remember. I, think oh, I quit yeah, like, went out as a freshman. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I quit like around eighth grade and I didn't, I think I ended up starting wrestling again, like, towards the end of that wrestling season. I mean, I qualified for state when I came back, but I didn't do anything there. Cause I'd been, you know, not wrestling all year really. And I don't know. It was just, I don't know what was wrong with me. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it demands, you know how it is. Right. It demands so much from you. And if you're not in the right mi mindset, then you might as well just not even, not even do it really. Mm -hmm. So what changed then, you know, because he, did you go out, I assume as a freshman, you went out, you know? Yeah. Well, I started as a freshman and the, that was a pretty tough path to get there because like I said, one of my best friends was Jesse Harris at the time. His brother, his older brother, Willie Harris, you know, he was a state finalist wrestled for Warburg and, you know, Jesse knew what he was doing. And when we were little, I mean, Jesse used to just pound me like every day. I mean, mm -hmm. it was, it was bad. And so, you know, we just talked over the summer and he said, you know, I'm going 125. And I said, well, that's, that's where I'm going, you know? And so I just started working. I mean, I just, I started putting in the time I was running a lot during the summer. I mean, I, I kind of slacked on baseball a little bit, but like I was, I was putting in the time. I, I can't really describe like what motivated me, but anyways, fall rolls around after football. And, uh, 
it was time to do wrestle offs and I ended up beating him. And, you know, a lot of our friend group thought that he was going to be the guy. And so it wasn't very well received, especially from some of the, the upperclassmen and like they hung out with Jesse and stuff. And it was kind of like a click and it just happened, you know? And, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of, just kind of tailed from there. I was like, you know what? I, I could never beat this kid. I finally beat him. You know, what else can I, what else can I do with in this sport? You know, mm-hmm. just kind of kicked it off, but I had a rough welcoming starting at 125 for I mean, my first match ever in high school, I wrestled the uh, Austin buyer two-time state champ from Nottoway Valley. <laughs> and we were in, <laughs> okay. uh, we were in, I've got, that's actually kind of a crazy story too. Like my, first college match ever was Dan LeClaire from the university of Iowa. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So high school and college, I was like, man, this is, this is going to be rough. We just got to get past these ones. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Beyer, I was wrestling him and I don't remember what happened. He had like a tight waist gut wrench type thing on me. And I mean, he was just taking me to the cleaner and I remember I won my next match or something. I can't remember what it was. I went to get go home and I got my dad's, I went to get in my dad's truck and something popped in my side. Like it was, and it sent a shock through my body. I was like, what the heck is that? So, you know, I told my dad I could barely like breathe. So I went to the doctor the next day and I had like sprained my rib or cracked it or something. I can't remember what it was. So I was out for like two or three weeks. So then Jesse got, you know, he started wrestling and then, uh, two or three weeks later we had a wrestle off and I beat him again. And then, you know, the season was kind of just, I think I was like 25 and 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I qualified for state that year, but I wrestled Laramie Schaefer from Winterset like three times. I wrestled Austin Byer. I wrestled Shane Stapes from wow. Martinsdale St. Mary's. I mean, the guys I was supposed to beat, I beat, I beat some of the guys I wasn't supposed to beat, but, it was, there was no go with Laramie Buyer and Stapes. That's yeah, that's rough. I mean, I, my, I remember my districts, my freshman year, I had Laramie Schaefer and I did this move. Our coach taught us this thing, you know, like you're in a claw right on top and uh, it's a crotch lock. I mean, have you, you've ever heard of that? Like where mm-hmm. you're claw right and then you come down between. So mm-hmm. I used to do that all the time that was one of my go-tos on top. Cause I couldn't ride to save my life really. So <laughs> we went to a camp. I learned how to do some tilts and stuff, but I remember Laramie, we were wrestling in district finals and I picked him up and put him right to his back with that crotch lock. And he was on his back for like two seconds and came out of that. And I've never seen somebody so mad in my life. <laughs> that was pretty scary. <laughs> but I was like, Oh boy, maybe we should have done this. <laughs> Uh, shoot. So you, you qualified for state as a freshman as a freshman. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, yeah. Um, at 125, and then, uh, it was, I was O2 barbecue though. I, I went up against, uh, I think he was like number four in the state at the time. My first round was Joel Anderson from, uh, battle Creek out of Grove or OC, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. OC. I, and then, so he beat me like eight to four or eight to six or something. And then I went back to the backside and I wrestled, uh, uh, Cody's, I can't remember. He was from Wilton, mm-hmm. Chris, Sandy, Chris, Stanley, Sandy, Sandy. Oh, okay. 
Chris Sandy. Yeah. And he pinned me in like the first two minutes or first minute. <laughs> then I'm done. I got to drink strawberry smoothies and watch the team wrestle. The rest <laughs> Eat some dipping dots. Yeah. That, and you know, that was kind of cool. Like I wish I'd have put it together because that year was the last year it was at vets, you know, right. and uh, my teammate Quinn Leith actually made it to the finals that year against TJ Siebel. I mean, you know, probably how that went, but <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty neat watching him at vets in the finals, you know, I think yeah, he was only finalist that year. Cause Andrew, Andrew long, he weighed like 75 pounds wrestling 103. And I think he right. got like seventh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So Wait, was, did you say he was 75 pounds? I heard he yeah. was like maybe he 90, 95. No, he didn't even weigh over 80 pounds. I don't think. I mean, he was tiny. Holy cow. I know. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, people ask us all the time. Like, you know, Creston wrestling is a pretty big deal around this, this town in Southwest Iowa. You know, everybody knows everybody, but you know, people ask all the time, you know, we've had, you know, Jake Marlin's a four-time state champ. We've had Chase Schultz, three-time state champ. Um, you know, but honestly, I think the best wrestler to ever come out of Creston was Andrew really, um, mm. tactician wise. And technically he's just, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's how to put it. It was just insane. Yeah. My brother talks about him all the time thinking, you know, he was one of the, one of the best he's ever seen to do it in the state. Yeah. He, know, as a whole, I mean, yeah, I'll tell you what, it's kind of funny. So when he went to Ames and he got second and he lost to Matt McDonough, mm-hmm. Matt McDonough and him were like really good friends back in high school. And so McDonough would come down and they would like wrestle before, like when we were warming up at state, mm-hmm. man, they would go just start brawling. They were, it was really neat to watch that. And then, yeah. you know, you TV a few years later. Yeah. Did you, okay. So did he ever, did he ever wrestle you and uh, maybe let you take him down a few times to gain give your confidence? Give me some carrots, like Trent said. I don't know. <laughs> Andrew, so he was a different cat, man. Like, he would always, he, man, he would always get you riled up. He knew how to get people fired up, just like Trent, you know. Like, he knew he knew all of us, and so did his dad, Matt. Like, I mean, we all grew up together, and he they knew how what buttons to push and when to push them, and, like, if I wasn't feeling very good or something like that, he'd come over and give me a pep talk, you know, like get your, get your mind right. You got this all kinds of stuff, but no, he, he never really let me take him down. I think I took him down once. I don't know. Maybe he did let me take him down because when I got <laughs> up, he was just laughing. I was so mad. Like I just freight train doubled him because he did something and I got so mad at him. Like freight, <laughs> and he just got up and started laughing. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe that one he let me, maybe he did <laughs> Jerry's still out on that. I'm just going to say, I just took it down. There you go. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the group that you guys had in those middle weights, man, I mean, that practice room, I heard maybe there were some punches thrown. Like it, it got intense because you all you know, were so good and so competitive. You know, that's the thing. Like we all loved each other. Um, yeah. It was just, it got intense. None of us liked to lose at, at all. And like, mm. I'm not going to say we were like throwing fists and stuff, but somebody might get one, catch one, you know, in a tie up or something. When coach mm-hmm. wasn't looking, he would have seen that we all would have been running for days, but <laughs> you know, we clubbed each other pretty good. Sometimes we knew when the other one was pissed off and you know, we just, that's the other thing. Nobody cared. Like 
if we if we made some one of our best friends mad, we didn't care. They just needed to do better. Like that's just the way it was. You know, then after we'd all be laughing, telling jokes and stuff. I mean, that's just the way we were growing up. Yeah. I mean, we never got mad at each other to the point where like we didn't want to talk to each other, you know, like be have like real brawls and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, it did get pretty intense a few times, especially Brent, because he was man, that kid. He could wrestle for like nine hours as hard as he could go. It was ridiculous. You know, and those are always the frustrating ones, you know, like I, I totally understand when you're like, gosh, just I'm tired. Why aren't you tired? You're coming at me. You're clubbing me. Shit. I'm tired. Yeah. He just would not stop. It's like a, like a chihuahua, you know, like just, just on you. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, I can't believe how much. I wish I would have improved as much from my freshman year to my senior year as he did. I mean, he, he just like had a work ethic, like no, nothing I've ever seen, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like in football, he was a all, I think I'm right on this. I might not be, but I think he was like all conference or all district as a defensive end. He weighed like 150 pounds. <laughs> yeah. It was just, that's just how he was, man. He wasn't afraid of anything. I mean, when you came into the wrestling room in Creston, you better be ready to work. Like that's just the way it was. I mean, when I was a freshman, I wrestled Austin Studer and Stoney Stewart and like they were both state qualifiers. I think Stoney placed a couple times maybe. And like, they just, they put it to you and you just had to deal with it. And if you didn't, if you didn't figure out how to be better, that was kind of like on you, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Is that what you did? Like, so, you know, you're, were you a goal setter? You know, you made it to state as a freshman. Were you expecting a little more progression your sophomore year? Really, my goal when I was a freshman was to to be a state qualifier. I actually won conference as a freshman, too. I didn't know if I told you that or not. No. I don't know if I did. Oh, that's impressive. So, yeah, I won the Hawkeye 10 as a freshman. Wow. And, then, you know, this is kind of a weird story, but, like, my – I did – I had a little bit of success. I – got fourth at that Lee summit Christmas tournament down in Lee summit when I was a freshman, um, one conference made it to state. And then my sophomore year, it, I wanted to go 130 pounds. So I had to wrestle off, you know, an upperclassman, Stoney Stewart. He was a senior when I was a sophomore. And wow. I had to beat him. I had to beat him twice because, you know, we, he was a varsity. I was varsity. Um, so my first match with him in the wrestling room, I think he beat me by like six to four or something like that, but I made a couple mistakes. I was beating him early on. And then, you know, how that is just made a couple mistakes, upperclassmen, whatever. So a couple days later, we wrestled off again, same thing, stupid mistakes. Um, he put it to me. And, uh, so I, I wrestled 135 that year weighing like, you know, barely making 130 really. Mm-hmm. So I struggled with that a lot. I didn't make it to state that year. I qualified for districts. I lost to, uh, I can't remember which one it is. Which one do you know? The Kellogg's from Dallas center Grimes. Yeah. The older Eric, I think. So there was, there's David. Okay. Um, I feel like there was Ryan. I just know David and Eric. Okay. Okay. Maybe it was Eric. Maybe I'm thinking Ryan Kellogg, somebody else, but yeah. So I had him and I had Brad Anderson from Sadell in my district and they were both like big 130 yeah. and I just I had Kellogg and I lost and then I think him and Anderson ended up going to state and 
that year after that is when I really grew as a wrestler. Like, I mean, that summer I just told myself like this, I'm, this is never going to happen again. I, uh, the highlight of my sophomore season was I, Stoney got sick for conference. So I went down, I cut down to one thirty. And I ended up getting second. I lost to Brock Mason from Shenandoah in oh, the final, like 10 to nine. I just, he got ahead so far, but then he gassed and I just couldn't make it back. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, a point away from being a four-time conference champ, which would have been the first in Creston at that time. Mm-hmm. So that actually, when I won it as a freshman, that was one of my goals as well, but I fell short that next year. But anyways, that was like, that was one of the biggest highlights of my sophomore season and so i decided after that that i was going to put in even more work um i mean man going into my junior season i put like this is dumb but i had quotes from like gable and all kinds of people you know john smith i had when i went to bed every night i had one above my bed so like before i turned the lights off i'd read it i'd fall asleep i had them in my locker i mean i had as soon as i opened my locker i seen all these quotes I had them in my binder. Like I really started believing that I could be, you know, unbeatable really. And yeah. the mindset I took on really. Um, so like the first tournament, my junior year, I went into it. I wasn't ranked or anything, obviously, because like I did so horrible my sophomore year. I think I was like 35 and 10 my sophomore year or something like that. Why don't you drop down to 25 real quick? Uh, you were barely one thirty. Because I couldn't beat, I probably, who was it there? It was probably Quinn or something like that. Or, and okay, maybe, I can't remember what it was. Like, I don't know if we had had a talk about it, you know, like, hey, it'll be better for the team if you go to 135 since you can't make 130 because we had a pretty solid 25-pounder and nobody at 35 because Tucker was at 40. Mm-hmm. And it was probably something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But, uh, okay. yeah, so, I don't know. I probably could have but i think wrestling that heavier made me even better like for the next few years but um anyways my junior year starting my junior year we had a tournament at nottaway valley and it's just like the first term of the year Mm -hmm. and i had josh josh south from uh johnston he was like number three in the state we met up in the finals Mm -hmm. And I just kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing. Next thing you know, I'm up like nine to nothing going into the third period. And I'm like, what is happening right now? You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, he came back because I got gassed. It was our first term of the year. I ended up beating him like nine to six or something like that. But I was like, you know what? Like this kid's number three in the state in 3A. Like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. let's go. And uh, my next match after that, I remember Trent was telling you that, you know, Frayne let us bump up for duels yeah so i was really kind of nervous because i did not want to do this because as a kid like growing up dylan frost from winterset was really good and like yep. just one of those names like hey you know you don't want to wrestle this kid so we were wrestling i-35 and winterset and i was at 130 pounds and um dylan frost was at 135 and coach was like we bumping up or what it's like might as well you know at this time I'm still not ranked. He's ranked number three at 135. And I mean, I think I I don't know if I majored him or just decisioned him, but like that just started just started off my mindset for that year. Like you can beat anybody really. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah it was, and now and I remember after that, cause we were, we were all kind of friends with Winterset kids, even though that wasn't really our big rivalry. That was like our, that was prior to prior to our class. Like they had huge rivalries with Winterset. I would say our biggest rival was probably like Florinda or something. I mean, just, we just knew those guys all like, I don't know. They just competed when they wrestled us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they. I don't know if we, I don't know if we ever won conference. We might've when I was a senior, but I think they beat really? us. Really? They beat us in 07. What? I swear. I'm not kidding you. Wow. Yeah. And so, they, and then, you know, that started a lot of shit talking, you know, stirring the pot, you know. Well, of course. So, so yeah. So that was kind of neat. <laughs> but How did but you anyway, balance wrestling? Sorry, go ahead. But anyways, after that match with Frost, he's like, man, I swear you better win state. I got to tell people I lost to the state champ. I was like, well, I'm going to do everything I can, man. <laughs> Ross said that to you? Yeah, when we were when we got done. Yeah. So. How did, um, you know, this whole time I'm wondering how you balanced baseball with wrestling. You know, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have that gave up baseball. You know, a lot of wrestlers enjoy baseball, but they're like, man, I just summer wrestling, man. I had to give I, it up. I didn't wrestle in the summer. Like that's just what it was. I wasn't gonna that remember when I told you I wrestled in Okinawa when I was doing mm-hmm. freestyle. I Andrew and Quinn tried to get me to go to freestyle all the time. And I was just like, no, I'm playing baseball. Cause they both, they were on our traveling baseball team all the way up till we were in, till we were freshmen. Then they quit baseball to put, to wrestle. Just like mm-hmm. you said. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, you know, just that's how, you know, you were talking about Caleb Evans in the last podcast with Trent. That's how we got to know Caleb. So, well, it was from like, traveling team baseball he was always on like twin rivers which was like the elite traveling team you know when we were little kids mm-hmm. so did you wrestle yeah. at all then in the summer like did you no. even no uh, i did i did that i did a couple camps one year like i did we did a granby camp one summer oh, that yeah. helped us out a lot steve martin you know he wrestled for the university of iowa so the the granby camp and the tilt series and then i did that uno camp a couple times but that was the extent of it. I just, I put wrestling. That's another thing. Like I put wrestling behind me in the summertime, but I was always in shape from baseball and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't too worried about it. And I actually didn't even know if I was, I wanted to play baseball in college. So I didn't really care too much about, you know, the Fargo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, shoot. You were, you were good and your team was good. I remember Kristen, like the team was, was good. Yeah. You know, it was kind of, that's kind of, that whole baseball thing's kind of a, a weird deal too. Cause we had a coach that wasn't the greatest. And, uh, that was, I was in eighth grade, eighth grade to my sophomore year our coach. He just wasn't the best role model coach type thing, you know? So anyways, he ended up leaving. And then, you know, word on the street was coach Krejci who coached, he's coached like the 18 and under USA baseball teams and stuff like that was going to coach the high school. And that's what got Caleb because Caleb wanted to play baseball in college. You know, he ended up playing baseball in college for grand Canyon university, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the kind of push that we needed to get Caleb to come to Creston. So <laughs> we were happy that he came and he, he told us numerous times, I'm not coming to wrestle. I'm going to play baseball. <laughs> but you know, that was kind of a, cool thing 
he left Lennox and it was, man, a lot of people were bitter about that, you know, leaving that school and they Mm -hmm. told him, you know, like you're going to a bigger district. You're not going to be as good as you were here. And I mean, heck he was all state and everything three times state champ or two times state champ for crest and one time for Lennox. And he was all state in baseball in Creston and football, you know, it's crazy. Just Mm -hmm. an athlete. What about you? How, like what, what kind of baseball accolades did you, did you have? Nothing really. I mean, I just mm-hmm. played here or I, I didn't ever get like, I think I got honorable mention a couple of times, but nothing like too crazy. I wasn't like insanely good, but it was my favorite sport that I wanted to work at the most. Yeah. I mean, just average. I probably could have played for like SWIC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, um, so yeah, I, um, we kind of talked about it a little bit when we were messaging and I ca- I talked to my brother about it because he remembers it better than I do when you broke your leg. Um, yeah. He called it a Joe Theismann break. That's exactly what a lot of people have told me. It was like, I've never seen that, but yeah, that's what they said. It was oh, real. What happened? It's real quick. I broke my face. So I fractured, I ran into the center fielder and I fractured yeah. my orbital bone and my cheekbone and had titanium plates put in. I broke it in five places. So three man (laughs) oh my god i've got titanium hardware as well but um so what happened was we were getting smoked by cedar rapids xavier and i don't even know why we did it but i was on third base playing third and uh we had a kyle pals was pitching he's through really hard he's a lefty upper 80s probably and uh there was a guy on first i believe and a guy on third and they hit one right back to the pitcher and he i don't know for whatever reason he threw it to me because the guy on third was going home and uh so i had to run to it and i jumped and to catch it and when i came down i jumped and i came down with my glove to try to slide to try to tag him you know right I i don't know how to describe it but i had my left leg on the ground and i tried to bring my arm down and I was in between the bag and the kid and he slid right through my leg. And I did like a somersault and I got up and I was just like, Oh, that hurt, you know, like not a big deal. Well then I tried to walk it off and my leg snapped and I just like held my, I remember before I fell to the ground, I like held my leg up and I could just see my toes were pointing towards the ground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? And I just wiggled my toes and I laid down and I seen blood coming through my pants because I, my leg came out of my, or my bone came out of my leg. Mm -hmm. The doctor said what happened was initially my tibia broke, which is the big bone in your leg. And then I walked, I tried to walk it off and I snapped the, the littler bone in my leg because it's only like 20% weight bearing or something. And I know my stepdad, EMT at the time or a paramedic, you know, and, he jumped the wall and he came out there and I, I just remember saying, Hey dad, am I gonna be able to wrestle? You know, that's what you said. But I said, I told him the other day, what did I ask you the first thing when you got there? And he said, you just asked me if I was gonna be able to wrestle. And he's like, I just told you, man. He said, buddy, you got to worry about this leg right now. We'll worry about wrestling later. And so then, you know, I kind of knew it was bad. Mm -hmm. Was that um, like a compound fracture then? Yep. Compound fracture. And see, during baseball, I couldn't pitch that year because I tore my labrum. And so I had been going. How'd you tear your labrum or when did you do that? 
I it was I was pitching and something happened. I don't remember what it was. It was during baseball that year, earlier that year. Jeez. And I know, I know, man. And so, you know, the doctor said, you know, it'll heal on its own or we can do surgery, whatever. And I was like, well, just I suppose we'll just let it heal. I said, Can I still play baseball? And he's like, I said, if I throw kind of sidearm three quarters, it doesn't hurt, but if I throw over the top, it hurts really bad. And he's like, yeah, if you want to, if you can throw and it's not hurting you, then just go for it. So I did, but I just didn't pitch. And, uh, so that doctor was pretty well renowned. And so they asked my dad if we knew anybody that, or if he had anybody, he wanted to do this surgery. So he told him this doctor and actually that doctor had done the same surgery for the, somebody on the Minnesota Timberwolves NBA team because oh, they had wow break a few years ago so that's who we had do it they put a metal rod titanium rod down through the middle of my tib and then they screwed it in place and uh that was a pretty long road to recovery um they wasn't they weren't quite sure when i was gonna be able to wrestle again you know they they didn't know if i was gonna be able to wrestle that year or not just all depended on how it was looking and I pretty much told myself that I wasn't missing that senior season. Like I'll do whatever it takes. Like we're going to get this going. And, uh, like the day after surgery, I got up and they let me walk around on crutches and stuff. And I just started going wow. from there. Yeah. So and that, when, when did that happen? What was that in June or July or May? July 27th, I believe of 07. Wow. And you know, that just, what makes me what that makes me think of is when Alex Smith broke his leg like that, um, his got infected really bad. You yeah. Know? And and so did you have any nope. anything like that, you know? No. Because it's exposed, you know, and the bone and yeah. you're wearing socks that might have dirt on them or whatever. And see, I'll I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, but mm-hmm. that so I had unfinished business going into my senior year because I got second, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wrestled Brandon Ball from Columbus Junction and I'd wrestled him earlier in that year and it was like a one point match and I beat him that time and it just left a real sour taste in my mouth and like I was just I mean I got there and I I mean I remember I I was number three in the state at the time I got to the state tournament I had Cole Dykey of I think it was New Hampton or not New Hampton Hampton Dumont yeah yeah I was gonna ask about your your junior too you know so I'm glad you kind of backtracked Going into your junior year, like what, you know, coming off of not qualifying for state at all as a sophomore, you know, did you have a little more fire in your belly there? Yeah. Yeah. Like after I started winning those matches, like I beat Frost, I beat that South. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I had a kid that I knew from Mount Air. He was like number three in the state and 1A and I had him in the John Harris invitational in the finals and I beat him and it's like, and then I went down to Kansas City you know, that Kansas city expo. And I ended up placing fourth down there. I mean, I beat, uh, Dylan Laughlin from Creighton prep. He was a couple of time state champion from Creighton prep. Uh, I wrestled Ty Cottis down there from Omaha Scott. Like, I mean, I was just, I was ready. I was into it that year. Like I was just like, you're not, you might beat me, but it's going to be, it's going to be tough on you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I come into that tournament, that big red tournament, and I was feeling sorry for myself because, like, I was having trouble with my weight, you know, and the coach is just like, hey, man, he's like, you want to do this? Dig deep. Let's go, you know. And so I just kind of sucked it up and I ended up 
Sorry, what do you mean you were having trouble with your weight? Because you were down at 130 at this point again? Yeah, from 135, and I got bigger that summer, and so then I went down to 130. And so, like, before the tournaments, I'd be like, you know, that day before practice, I'd be like six or seven pounds over, and then I'd get down to like three over. And I'd go home, and my dad was such a stickler, man. He wouldn't let me skip a meal or anything like that. Like, when I come home, I eat supper, I drink a glass of water, and then I'll – I'd go run every night after practice, after all that. Um, so then the next day, you know, I'd float a couple pounds and I'd come in, I'd be like a couple pounds over for the day. And then, uh, I knew we had a practice. We were going to practice before we weighed in. So I dropped down, but just sometimes we're a little tougher than others. I start, I got it under control pretty good. That was really the most I'd ever had to lose. Really. It was like six or seven pounds, but it was, it was continuous, you know, like it wasn't like, it got a lot easier. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. Um, what were your goals going into your junior year then, you know, my junior, like I just decided I, I had a goal of placing top five at state. Um, I achieved that goal, but you know, I fell short of the state championship. Um, something I, you know, my friend, my friend group today still messes with me about it. Like, you know, we all razz each other and stuff, but like, I've got, few buddies here a couple of them are my brother's grade and stuff we got a bunch of mutual friends but they're state champions you know and like we we all mess around about it it's just i don't know i look back on it just like probably every state runner-up national runner-up ever has and you know you know stuff you could do differently but i'm glad that it turned out the way it did because it helped shape my life and stuff like that you know about working harder and overcoming stuff yeah going into that finals match for junior you know did you have any nerves like what what were you because that's I, or were really. more nervous for your semifinals i've heard that people are more nervous for their semifinals so, so my semifinals match that's what i was talking about earlier i kind of got backtracked but uh cole dykey yep growing up same thing as a kid as a young kid like this kid is a hammer you know like he's gonna come at you yeah i wrestled him before but i had it in my head he was number two in the state at the time and i mean i i've never had a match like this in my life before since then before it you know ever but like i was an autopilot i don't remember remember most of the match i just know that i beat him like 12 to 4 or something like that and i'll never forget we were sitting there getting ready to get our medals and he's like man i can't believe you didn't win this i said what are you talking about he goes, man, every time I was on my feet, I was on my back again. Like, I don't know what happened. I said, you know what, man? I don't really know what happened either. I just, it was just funny the way he was talking about it, you know, joking. And joking. He, was just, he was a pretty good person, you know, or is a good person. I've talked to him since then, but just pretty genuine. Yeah. So going into that, I was pretty amped up. Like, I just went into autopilot in the semifinals match on somebody that, you know, I'd always heard was really, really good. And, um, then I go to, uh, I find out, I thought I was going to wrestle Tyler Halverson from Cherokee. Right. And then come coach comes up to me. He's like, yeah, ball beat him one to nothing. I was like, are you kidding me? It's like, and I hate, I'd rather have wrestled Tyler Halverson. I hate wrestling guys that are lanky. I just absolutely hate it. I don't know why, like they're hard to get their, they're, they're so squirrely They're It's hard to get mm-hmm. in on their, head. I mean, they're going to. They just got so much funk. It's just hard wrestling them. I'd rather wrestle somebody that's stout, you know, and kind of sawed off. Mm-hmm. But anyways, going into that, I had some nerves. Um, 
it was i remember like the whistle blew i was in on a high crotch um he kind of sat down to his butt and kind of locked me around my in between my legs you know and he was leg in front of my head he was trying to scoot around behind me and i got my i got my head underneath his leg and i kept elevating it to where i was gonna come out the back door and we were so close to the edge i came out the back door but we were out of bounds you know so it wasn't too so i was like gosh dang it i was like i was right there i can get this again so i don't remember what happened but like the next time it was like 10 seconds later i took another shot and i did something i don't even remember what it was but the next thing i know he's got like a near side near leg cradle and i'm on my back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You know, and I fought probably like I've never fought in my life. And I got out and it's five to nothing, you know, and that's a pretty big feat. You know, that's pretty big to come back from on a mm-hmm. quality or so. I think I ended up like I got out. So it was five to one. And I remember r- reading some stuff about after my finals matches with him and Seth Noble that like they said, you know, you might as well just do optional start whenever you're wrestling him when he's down because he's going to get out anyways. So like I, I was really good on bottom, decent on my feet and I couldn't, I couldn't ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, anyways, I got out and then I picked bottom second period and I got a reversal. So it was five to three and I rode him out the rest of that period. I couldn't tilt him. And then uh, I think starting the next period, he picked down, I let him up and, he took me down. I grabbed out of it. And then I took him down and I lost eight to six. So it was, that was kind of a tough one. I actually watched that match like two years ago. I'm about broke my TV. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What was that like that, you know, because since you play baseball, sometimes that can help, you know, um, after coming off a loss like that to have a team sport to sort of, pick yourself up, release that energy, you know, was that, was that helpful to go right into baseball after that? Or did, no. did you still have some demons? And, um, that was at that time in my life, that was the hardest thing I ever had to come back from. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just awesome. It sounds stupid, but like, man, that, that would hurt pretty deep just from, I mean, that was the only match I lost in the state that year. I think I was like, I think I lost four times and that the three of them were in Kansas city. I mean, it just, it, that one hurt pretty bad. So that's why, I mean, I had, I knew going into my senior year, I had some unfinished business and I was going to get it done. But the problem with that was, you know, that leg injury, we just talked about that. I had my surgery. Uh, I was, man, I was, I just, that summer sucked really the rest of that summer in the fall because I couldn't do anything. Right. I was, my dad made me go to rehab for, for my leg. I, the doctor said I didn't have to, cause I was coming along so good, but like he, my dad thought I was going to like overexert it, you know, overuse it. Cause he knows me. And, uh, so I went to rehab for that and got it all squared away. And, uh, finally, you know, I go to the doctor, this is like the end of October. So I broke it in July, the end of July, this is the end of October. He's like, how are you feeling? I was like, I'm feeling good. Let me go, you know? And he's like, nope, no pain. And I'm like, no pain. Let's go. So he's like, all right, man. Like, if you want to, I'm going to let you go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I was. That's three months. 
That's three months. You're right. Incredible. But my problem with that was my coach did not agree. So, mm. I mean, and I'm, and I'm glad too, because I probably would have heard it even more, but I don't think I, I don't think I actually wrestled for, I think, I think I wrestled beginning of November, not like, like probably like the fifth or 10th, something. I don't know. I, I think I sat out an extra couple of weeks. I mean, I was wrestling in the gym, in the room, like he was letting me do shots and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't compete until, you know, mid. And then the first time I competed, um, I had this kid that I wrestled all the time. His name was Tyson Banks from Clarinda. I wrestled him all the time. And mm-hmm. the first match back I had was we had a duel against Clarinda. And I mean, and when I say I wrestled Tyson all the time, I mean like 20 times. And I think I pinned him or checked him almost every time. And the first match back, I beat him like five to three. And I was like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. I relearn like I had no mobility in my left leg, like in my ankle. I broke my leg right above my ankle. And so when a guy would get on a shot on me on my opposite leg, because I broke my left leg. So if they shoot into my right leg, which is most guys leg, you know, I had to figure out what I was going to do because I couldn't hop around and do all the, you know, scrambling and stuff that was probably the toughest part of my senior year was trying to figure out how I was going to wrestle. But anyways, after that match, my legs swelled up really bad and like turned black and blue. Oh. I was like, Oh no, this isn't good. You know, and I iced it and I went back to the doctor and he just said I bruised it or something. I don't remember what it was, but he let me keep wrestling and I ended up getting a uh, compression pad, like a neoprene pad that went from mm-hmm. my knee to my ankle. And that's what I wore for the most of that year. So it just, that was tough, man. That was not only was I trying to stay in shape, I was actually trying to like relearn how I'm going to wrestle, how I'm going to do my attacks. You know, Matt long spent a long time with me, like teaching me other stuff. I mean, it was, it was a rough year. That year was, um, my first tournament, my very first tournament back. So I had like two duels, two matches in a tournament was the Kansas city tournament. And I got, and I placed seventh down there that year. And I mean, I was like, what could I have done on two, you know, two good legs? But I I don't know. That's pretty good for being pretty gimp going down to that big tournament. Yeah. You know, I mean, was it real quick on your junior year? Was it a good, you know, cons- I don't want to know if it's a consolation prize, but I mean, your team won state that year, traditional yeah. and so, I mean, yeah. you know, you got second, unfortunately, but that's that was the biggest thing like we were all happy you know everybody was i mean nobody was i don't know how to describe it nobody was mad that i lost like everybody was there to you know kind of take me in and then you know we won state and that was just awesome on most incredible feeling you know and then uh sucking it up for practice the next week to help your team win a state title i mean that was that was tough but it was totally worth it you know like and that's the way Creston wrestled to where like, you know, we don't think if you're thinking about yourself and he's like, you need to put that on the back burner. Like our coach was like, especially that year was like, Hey, if you got a, if you got a decision, you better work for a major. If you got a major, you better work for a tech. And if you're already in, if you're almost a tech and you might, you might try to, you better plan to stick him, you know, like, I mean, there was a lot of duels. We won, like had 70 or 80 points and they're just, everybody is just piling on the point. Yeah. Um, 
Did you wrestling. guys bump? Did you guys bump for state duels then? I I believe so. No. That was the I don't know why people don't do that. That was like one of the greatest things ever. I mean, it was so nice being able to and I mean, you're wrestling guys that are bigger than you pretty much all year and just cutting down for the tournaments, which it wasn't even that big of a deal. I mean, mm-hmm. it was nice. I, I like that a lot better. I mean, we, I think it made us fresher, you know, and then like for our tournaments and like Trent told you, you know, we'd come in like a pound over and then like have a practice. People would just be sitting in the bleachers teams and just be watching us. And, you know, like, what the hell are you guys doing? And then I, you know, we'd go way in and they'd be like, how do you guys even wrestle after that? Like, it's like, what are you talking about? That was an easy day. Mm -hmm. They're like that. You know, I remember one kid was like, you know, that's, that's harder than 90% of our practices. I was like, man, that is just a light workout for us. (laughs) And it was just, that's just the way we did things. Yeah. You know, if I watched you guys, I would think I would be sitting there thinking, man, they're, they're going to be tired now. Yeah. You know, that was me out there. I'd, I'd be, you know, it's eight o'clock in the morning or exactly. whatever. And you're like, I'm gonna be tired the rest of the day, but. No, I mean, it just got blood pumping, man. I mean, right. I'm telling our coaches, Frayne and Matt Long and Nick Heeman, Drew Duff were our coaches at that time. And I mean, they were those seven coaches of the year for two a, I mean, they were honestly, they were like wizards really. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it was ridiculous. I don't know how to describe it any other way. I don't know if it's just because they knew us so good. Cause you know, that just, I don't know, but they, everything they came up with was like golden. I don't know how to describe <laughs> Hope does. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause Frayne Trent told me that uh, he was a junior high basketball coach. Yeah. Yeah. I think he started <laughs> a junior basketball coach. Yeah. And I wrestled in high school. I think, I think he played football in college and baseball, maybe in college at Graceland, but I don't, I don't know if I, mean, I don't really ever remember hearing him say he played basketball. So I don't know how, how he knew what he was <laughs> yeah. saying, you know, he would have figured it out. Yeah. Um, so back to your senior year now, you know, was after you broke your leg, you know, was it sort of, did you see wrestling in a new light? Like, Hey, I'm out here wrestling and I didn't think I would be. So it's just like a privilege or a blessing to even be doing the sport or, you know, yeah, and I was actually had a chip on my shoulder too. Like, I was talking to a lot of colleges about wrestling, like my junior year. So a lot of them on the East Coast, like Clarion and like Edinburgh. I got a handwritten letter from Tony Dernland from Penn State and Choice. I, I don't know. They were going to go on a recruiting visit or something. But so I was really looking at, I was really looking at going up to uh, the East Coast to wrestle. Well, then pretty much I didn't hear anything else after my leg broke. And so I kind of had a chip on my shoulder. Like I realized that wrestling was going to be my sport in college now and not so much baseball. So yeah, I just, I don't, I, I felt blessed to be able to wrestle. I can't believe that I actually made it back as soon as I did. I'm glad yeah. I did. I just, I mean, I just put in some hard work those years. I mean, it was just that year. It was crazy. I mean, I never wrestled. I don't think, in my mind, I wrestled the caliber that I was the year prior. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever achieved that again, really. Um, it was just, I don't know, a lot of stuff I could do before I couldn't do that during. Like, if somebody got me on a leg, on my right leg, I was 
I, I was having to come up with some stuff to get out. Like I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't do the hopping thing, scrambling, you know, like I just couldn't balance very well on that leg. I just didn't have my muscles right in my ankles and stuff. And I just, so I actually changed my stance a little bit. I usually had a staggered stance, you know, with my left leg forward and most of that's what I tried to do, you know? So the year before that, I mostly had a square stance and just kind of led with my right leg a little bit. I couldn't do that anymore, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, but I was going to get taken down like every time. Yeah. So just adapting and stuff, man. And that just teaches you goals, you know, teaches you about life, you know, stuff happens. You got to adapt. Yeah. So. My brother remembers, you know, he remembered when you made it to state or maybe made it to the state finals one or the other that they did an article about you because it was such a, it was such a story, you know, yeah. to come back from that. And yeah. Yeah. Successful as you were. Yeah. It was like, the Omaha World Herald, I and then Des Moines Register also did one. Uh, Dan McCool was always calling me. You know, you know who that is. Yeah, best best around. You know, he's not here anymore, unfortunately. But you know, I just I can't really describe how I got back, other than like hard work and uh, had a pretty good support system. You know, my family and my coaches and my friends really. Like they just kept pushing me at some, there was a lot of days where I just said, I can't do this, you know, and they just kept pushing me through. I'm glad they did. Yeah. Were there any days where you actually needed to take a step back because, you know, the leg was um, bits or something? I'd say like after that first match, when it swelled up, I, I mean, I took it easy for a couple of weeks after that. I didn't. And then I went, which was hard because I was trying to prepare to go down to Kansas city. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just, after that, you know, I took a breather, you know, for like probably a week or so I didn't sit out or anything, but I wasn't going as hard as I normally would and stuff. And my legs settled down a little bit. And then I went down to Kansas city and I had some success down there. Like I said, I think I got seventh that year. And that was, you know, that that tournament was 10 times harder than the state tournament. I can really? tell you that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, I, that year, I had a kid, Trey Branscombe, he wrestled for, he wrestles for like central Oklahoma or something where he did. Mm-hmm. He was like a three-time state champion and I had him in the semifinals or the quarter, no, the quarterfinals. And I, I've i never been beat by somebody so bad in my life, including my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad because after that, this guy comes up to me and he's like, don't worry about it, man. He's going for his fourth state championship. He's pretty good. I was just like, you know what, man? Like, I'm pretty good. And this kid destroyed me. I'm going to be pissed about it, you know? Mm -hmm. But that, I don't know, that tournament, it was ridiculous. I mean, I think in 07 or 08, I don't remember what year it was. I think we placed like top eight down there out of like 24, 25 teams. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. It was tough, though. Yeah. But that 07 team ad man was ridiculous. Like the the state champions and then the state championship and then going, we got second that next year seniors mm-hmm. against Ballard. And uh that was a great state tournament, you know. Mm-hmm. Um conference again that year. I actually wrestled uh Brett Bombach from Lewis Central in the mm-hmm, final. Yeah. And he ended up, I think he got second that year. I think he was a couple time finalist as well. I think so too. Yeah, I think but he I re- 
yeah, he wrestled at Stanford. And so I wrestled him my senior year in the finals and that was a pretty big watched match. And I didn't know how I was going to do, but I ended up coming out on top on that deal. And that gave me a lot of motivation. Like, Hey, you know what? You just beat this kid. And, uh, he's pretty darn good. So, you know, you're like, can't quit, quit feeling sorry for yourself, you know? Yeah. You know, I was surprised. I looked at your record, you know, um, your senior year. And when you said, you know, I remembered you broke your leg. Um, you wrestled a lot of matches. You didn't miss much time at all. No, I think Probably. You, were, you had 35 ish or something like that matches going into state. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I think I only missed like a, maybe two duels, three duels, something like that. So, so what, were, what were you thinking about going into state? You know, you made it to state. Well, let's all back up like a couple weeks. I had that big red tournament yep. and I was in the state, which I don't know why they had me ranked number one in the state all year. I wasn't even wrestling, you know, the beginning of it. So I didn't know what that was about, but anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I wrestled, I had Seth Noble in my bracket. Yep. And so we ended up meeting up in the finals and, uh, I lost that match by a point. And so I had a big chip on my shoulder. I was like, you know what? I'm a senior. This kid's a sophomore. And he just, he, he, he put it to me at this big red tournament. I, was, I knew he was in my bracket. We were on opposite sides. I had a feeling that he was going to make it. And so going through the state tournament, I was laser focused on going to the finals like that. I'm going to meet Seth Noble. You know, I don't remember much. I think I wrestled Josh Marin from West Union or something like that. My first round, I think he was like fifth in the state. I was like second in the state. And I ended up majoring him, I think. Something like that. And then uh I don't know who I had second round. Joe Slocum. Sorry, I got the bed right here. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Joe Slocum. Yep, I had Joe. I don't Another remember. Another Hampton Dumont guy. Yeah, sir. And he was one of those kids when I was in when I was in little kids wrestling, AAU wrestling, he was like putting it to people. So yep. I knew the name. I never wrestled him before. And I just I just went out there and kind of took care of business, really. And then I had a kid from Independence, I believe, in the front in the semis. Yeah, Chris Albert. Yeah, Chris Albert. And I pinned him in the first period, I think, first or second. You went in the state 36 and five. You still wrestled 41 times prior to state. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah uh, it's remarkable i don't know i I don't know what else to say but it was tough i'll tell you that it wasn't without a lot of trials and tribulations really yeah so but yeah that chris albert from independence you know that there's a picture that they had in the des moines register where i'm like flexing and just like screaming and all pumped i had just pinned him in like the first period second period something like that Mm -hmm. and I made it back to the finals and then I was like, all right, I got one more, one more task to do here. And, uh, unfortunately Noble had other plans, but I don't really remember that match at all. To be honest with you, I think I lost like four or eight to six or something, but I just remember Noble was really, really tough, um, to get in on. Like he was just built like a freaking, oh my God, a brick shit house. Really big man. And it just most of that match was on our feet. So I mean he took me down a few times. I got out. I don't know. 
it really wasn't that great of a match on my end. He wrestled a heck of a match. Yeah. Give him that. So. You know, it's funny. His first round match at state that year was against Tyson Banks of Clarinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I remember that. Oh, here, you want to hear a funny story about that? Mm-hmm. So Tyson. So we, he got second. He was in my districts. All right. So we wrestled in the district finals. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't remember what it was. I don't know if my leg was hurting, if I was just feeling sorry for myself or what. It was zero zero going into like the third period. And uh the crowd was all chant like everybody in the crowd besides Creston was was chanting Tyson Banks. And I'll never forget oh. it. Yeah, I'll never forget it. And I think I fireman him for like five because I that was my style. Like I'd like to I tied up. Like like Austin DeSanto, you know how he tied up. That's how I always tie pushing, pulling, you know, clubbing on the head. And I always had that DeSanto dump. Well, they actually, my friends used to call it the Calci Firemans because I'd done it ever since I was a freshman. (laughs) And they would get so mad at me when I'd do it to them in practice because they thought they could stop it, but they couldn't most of the time. But anyways, yeah, so I dumped him and got five. And the crowd was like, I don't know. I'll never forget that day because then my coach coach him and i had to go out and do sprints after that because i was getting ready for state and i had just gasped i was like what are you doing you know very go get in shape but yeah they were all yelling tyson banks i was like you come wow. like, guys doing to me here i mean he ended up getting eighth you know yeah that year, so yeah he was good yeah. yeah i mean he really was it was a noose i like he just pestered right. me all yep I, I know those kids yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I give him credit. He came at me every time, like with everything he had. Like he was, there was, no, hey, I'm gonna get beat. Like he came at me hard. Yeah, I mean, you got to respect those kind of guys, really, to make sure. you better. Yeah, you can't ever, you can't ever let your guard down, really. Yeah, um, you know, to wrap up your senior year as a state, you know, state runner up. You look at it glass half empty, you know, you could be like, man, I didn't achieve what I wanted. But also, if you look at it glass half full, you probably achieved something that nobody even considered you would be able to do because of what happened. Yeah. You know, um, as tough as a pillow as it is to swallow. Yeah. Um, I remember like right after it happened and I was in the I was in the hospital, I was like looking at I had my surgery like two days later, I was like up walking around while i seen a computer so i went and got on it's it it's crazy now you were up walking around man. Like, i know on my crutches like i yeah that's just kind of the way it was but uh i seen a computer and i'm like i'm gonna go check out the predicament mm-hmm. so on there and i looked at the forums and you know there was people on there saying you know like they seen it happen and i'm never gonna wrestle again and like all kinds of stuff you know and it's just <laughs> so to think of it in that perspective yeah it I do feel good about what I accomplished. And then, you know, I accomplished, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. It it did feel pretty good. I, I was upset mm-hmm. at the time, but then, you know, we still had to regroup. We still had business to take care of next week at state duels. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it is what it is. Yeah. Second place, you know, um, in traditional that year and second place at the duels. Still. Yeah. We- what up? 
and I can't, I can't believe that. I mean, we had an incredible run at Creston. Um, I think we got like third when I was a sophomore and then maybe fourth, I don't remember. And then first, first, second, I think we might've placed like fourth as when I was a freshman. I don't remember, but I thought we were there in the hunt every time pretty much. But uh, man, to do what we did in 07, you know, three in the finals, two or no, four in the finals, three champions. And then the next year, five in the finals, four champions. I mean, it was, it was something pretty special, really. Yeah. And, you know, looking back almost, almost any other year that would probably get it done too. Oh yeah. We, Champs, five finalists, like. Yeah. Just it you, was, kind of ran into a. Ballard was, Ballard was something else. I'll tell you that, that year in 08. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at the dual score. I think they. I thought I read they they beat you fifty five to eight, and I was like, "Yeah, that's just uh, hey, Andrew man. Andrew Long and uh, Caleb Evans." I think were the only ones that won. Tanner Hyatt beat Quinn Leith, and they had wrestled in the finals the week before, and Quinn beat him. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget this ever in my life. This kid's a. I went to college with this kid. We got to be good friends. I haven't talked to him for a while, but Nick Kaufman from Ballard was my last match ever in uh, high school mm-hmm. and I went out there Quinn had just lost I was like the last match or the second to last match and I go out there and he throws me I mean I could already tell he was coming for blood he cradled me up and pinned me in like the first period no kidding and there's a picture and when we were in college we wrestled at Grandview together for I only went for a semester but he he stayed there but anyways we were really good buddies and uh he has this picture of me and I'm like on the mat with my head down like this on my knees over the top of me pointing up, you know, at the fans and stuff. And he, man, he used to mess with me about that so much. (laughs) I was like, enjoy it, buddy. (laughs) But then he beat me again in college. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he got, uh, I just looked, yeah, he got seventh that year. You know, I'll tell you what, that kid was a hammer, man. Like, I just think he got on the bad side of the bracket. I really do. Cause he was good. I think he got beat by noble. Yeah. Did he? In the quarters. Yeah. He had noble in the quarters. And then on the backside, he got beat by Ian Mitchell of New Hampton, who was another tough kid. I mean, yeah. there's tough kids all over in that bracket. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, man. It, it was fun. I like that. You yeah. know, I like, Honestly, I like that better than the way they seed it now, really. I mean, you got I don't know. I just I like it makes every round. It makes every round you got yeah. You know, like you, you gotta, want to watch every round. Yeah. You know? Just like, you know, uh when I wrestled Dikey, my senior or my junior in the semis, he was number two, I was number three, and we met in the semis, you know. Mm-hmm. It, and then I don't know. It was just crazy. And, you know, I was number two and Marin was number five my senior year and we met first round. I mean, who, what, where does that happen? Yeah. Let me see your, uh, yeah, here your Dikey. You wrestled Zach Williams. Yeah. And that kid was good. He was one of them yeah. tall. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, like I said, just studs everywhere. Yeah. Um, when did you know you were getting the call to be inducted into the Creston Wrestling Hall of Fame? 
Oh, that was like our team thing. Um, but but uh, I think we knew that year, and Frank came back. You know, obviously gave a speech about every one of us. It was like we were at a high school uh, cer- ceremony. You know, banquet. Mm-hmm. Man, he was. You know, he just kind of gave a description of our careers and stuff, and it was crazy the stuff he remembers. My gosh, it's like a. I, I hope I have a memory that good when I get. Uh, he's old now. When I get as old as he is. Yeah, well, that'd be pretty special. Did did most of the guys come back for that? Oh yeah, uh, Quinn was back. Evans, obviously, he lives he lives around here, and then Quinn came back. Andrew was back. Uh, pretty much everybody, yeah, off that 07 team. Wow. Caleb Bruce. So yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah, I was you know. Even looking back on it and get celebrated again, yeah, you're one of the best to ever do it for Creston. Yeah, you know it was it was fun, <laughs> and I wouldn't out the. I mean, like I said, man, we were surrounded by good wrestlers, good coaches, good mm-hmm. family. This town is you're there's wrestling families everywhere in this town. It's, I mean, if you're a Creston wrestler and you're you better you better be doing something. You know, like, or they're going to get on you. You know, I remember, man, I was in high school, you know, I'd go to Walmart or something and say I lost. They'd be like, what, what are you doing today? Like, what was, what was up last weekend? Come on, man, yeah. let's go. Like it just, but you know, it was out of love. Yeah. And they want to win titles just as much as you want to win titles, bring them back yeah. to the community. Yeah. Um, what'd you do? So yeah, kind of now walk through what, what you did after high school, you went to Grandview. It sounds like. Yeah, you know, um, I started getting calls again after my senior season um, from some bigger colleges. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to Coach Mitchell, and, uh, you know, I kind of liked what he had. Go- what I mean, it was going to be the first-year program. He was starting from scratch, um, and I was really into that. And so I went there, and stuff didn't really work out, so I left. Um, but... He man, what he did with that program, like the class I was in, was like would have been like Nick Kaufman and Travis Evans of Ankeny, and like uh, Ty Noller from Southeast Polk, and those guys. They ended up going on to win a national title their senior year, and then yeah. I mean, it just pretty much hasn't stopped. Yeah, no, they haven't. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean that Mitchell's like a freaking guru too. That guy is one of the best people you'll ever meet in your life. Really, he really is. I'm just, I'm glad I couldn't. I had some stuff I had to work through. I yeah. mean, I wish, I wish I could have, you know, and, and been there, but unfortunately it didn't happen. So mm-hmm. I, I went back, came back to Creston. I was working for this guy, one of my really good friends to this day, uh, doing show cattle. And then, uh, out of the, out of the blue, like two years, a year later, Nick score called me from, uh, or Nate score called me from Ellsworth. And he's like, Hey man, why don't you come up and wrestle? I was like, I haven't wrestled in like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, did you forget how to do it? And I was like, no, not really. <laughs> and so I went up there and I wrestled for, I don't remember. I got hurt pretty bad again on my shoulder. Um, I was on there for a semester. And it was Cole Spree was there. He was a good, good dude. He, I still, yeah. you know, I seen him at the state fair a couple of years ago. I said, I'm gonna come wrestle for you at Indian Hills. And he's like, anytime, man, anytime. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but no, so that didn't work out. I decided, you know, 
I had some stuff I wanted to, some other stuff I wanted to achieve in my life. So I signed up for the military and, um, did that for a couple of years, got out, started working on the railroad, got married, had kids living the, the girl dad life now yeah. do a lot of hunting and fishing. And I started playing golf recently. Oh yeah. Any good? No, but like I said, I told you I cannot be good at stuff. So I go more than I should probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you go to the Navy. Where, where were you stationed or where'd you go? Uh, I know how you said. I, I went to, uh, so obviously I went to basic. I got out. I went to, uh, I lived in Texas for like three months for a school. And then I went to combat school after that in Mississippi. And then after that, I got stationed in Port Juanimi, California, which is like 35 miles north of Malibu, right on the ocean. So all right, all right. very fun time in my life. And, uh, oh, I was there for like nine months. And then I got deployed to Okinawa, Japan. And I was very physically fit when I was in the Navy. And I just pretty much trained like when I was wrestling and stuff. Um, and so... I had a really high fitness score and stuff. So when we were in Okinawa, they told us, you know, they pretty much, you get voluntold to do stuff in the military. So we're on, <laughs> our chief comes up and he's like, I need 70 of you guys to go to the jungle warfare training center for two weeks. And I was like, I don't want to go. I didn't say that to him, but you know, and he goes, and this is who's going. And he pulled out his paper and he <laughs> named, I hear my name and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know? So that was fun. We, I was in Okinawa for a year, but I went to that jungle warfare training center and, uh, man, that was intense. I'll tell you what, like that was like every day was a wrestling practice. It was, mm -hmm. it was intense, but it was really fun. Um, I built, I built some stuff over there in Okinawa and then, uh, came back to the, came back to the States and got separated and from the military and, started on the railroad how'd you get involved in the railroad then uh my great my grandpa was a carman for a really long time for like 45 years and uh my dad was already an engineer or uh, he was a conductor at that time mm -hmm. and so just as luck would have it like i was getting out of the navy in december and in november i applied for the railroad and I got an interview. So I flew back in November for a month and they, I got offered the job. And so I came back from December in December and my job started in January. So, I mean, it was just it all kind of fell into place. Yeah. You know, very fortunate for the stuff that it's been able to, like, we just got back from Disney and I don't like, I've, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, uh, the kids loved it. Let me tell you, I mean, it's just the jobs, been I've been able to, give my kids a lot of stuff you know um yeah. so i'm very fortunate to be able to get something like that um how long you been working for the railroad uh since january of 2013 oh wow 10 yeah. years yeah it's been quite a while so i think i hired out when i was 22 so just a young lad yeah <laughs> now you're an old buck <laughs> that's right <laughs> how'd you meet your wife um, my wife I've known her my whole life. Uh, her brother and me were really good friends. She's from Corning. That's actually the tournament that 
the John Harris tournament. That's the town it's in. And there's a funny story on that too. So my wife was the one who gave the brackets out at the oh, tournament. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. My junior and senior year, she gave me kisses on the cheek whenever she gave me the bracket. And I had a girlfriend at the time, man. She was so mad. <laughs> Why? Why did she give you a kiss on the cheek? What was that about? My whole life. I don't know. Oh, she had a, okay. She said she had a crush on me. I didn't know it at the time. Woke <laughs> up, you know. But yeah, we started. We actually started talking when I was in Okinawa again, like serious and. So like for six months, I would talk to, we talked every day on the phone, you know, and then I came back to the United States for a couple of weeks on leave and just kind of got together and we've been together ever since really. Yeah. Nice. And what does she do? She's a nurse. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. So yeah, she takes care of me. Yeah. <laughs> takes, yeah I was going to say takes care of your shoulder and your, your leg. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how is that nowadays? You know, both your, your shoulder with your labrum and your leg. Yeah. Um, throwing a baseball kind of hurts a little bit still. I don't know why. I don't know if it just didn't heal right or what, cause I never had surgery on it. And then my leg gives me fits sometimes. Like today we had a big thunderstorm here and oh, yep. kinda, I had a headache and just, and just kind of gets to me. And I was 17 when it happened almost ready to turn 18 and i think my i don't know the doctor said i need to get a sole for my shoe because my left leg's just a little bit shorter than my right leg and kind of gives me hip problems okay so i don't know other than that yeah yeah we got storms this morning uh, right around six o'clock i think yeah so, i don't know if that maybe headed your way uh i don't know i was sleeping but i heard it oh. I heard it, and then I woke yep. up with a head. Figured it rained a lot. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's it's really it. My kids, they're in this softball and all that stuff. My youngest daughter wants to hunt with me all the time. So. Oh, really? Nice. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> she, she made me take her turkey hunting this year in a thunderstorm because we had a. She's like, Dad, we got a blind. I'm like, Yeah, but this is dangerous. Let's not do it. And she's like, it's just a little rain. <laughs> so we walked in. How old is she? She's six? Six, yeah. We walked in there and I like a hundred yards. I have a farm what we bought a couple years ago, but I walked like a hundred yards off the road. It was just sprinkling at that time. And so I set the blind up and it starts raining harder. And then I heard a crack of thunder and I said, We should probably get out of here, honey. And she's like, Dad, it's raining outside. I don't want to get wet. <laughs> Are you kidding me, kid? So, yeah, she keeps me on my toes. Did you get a turkey or, or what? Yeah, we did no. not. No. Nothing. Oh, yeah. She was happy, though. Yeah. Well, that's that's cute. I mean, does your oldest hunt with you, too? or she... uh, Sometimes she's more into, I'm going to stay home with mom and garden and do stuff like that. My wife's really big into landscaping. and Ah, nice. Okay. So my daughter likes to help her plant flowers and do all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Got to have that. Yeah. And you said you got another one, one more coming in uh, December. Yes. Yep. December. So, yeah, it'll be a nice, well, there'll be, like I said, six years, six and eight years apart. So they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you're kind of starting over a little bit, you know. I, 
yeah, that wasn't the, I mean, that wasn't the plan, but you know, like I said, adapt and overcome. Right? Yep. Right. So we're going to get into the crazy, I suppose. Oh, I love it. So, um, all right. Well, Hey, I appreciate you doing this and listening to the trends and being open and vulnerable about, about your, your journey. And you know, it, yeah, it can be kind of difficult sometimes to look back and the injuries and second place. And uh, yeah. but, it's actually like to talk about very much, to be honest with you. Like, you might. Uh, I don't, I don't really like to talk about that stuff too much, honestly, because I start thinking about everything and it just goes crazy. But, mm-hmm. you know, everything, everything happens for a reason. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Brett Couts, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and my brand new Facebook page to hear more of my content. Don't forget, check out my website, letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.camera.site. And as always, be sure to tune into the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Take care. We'll see you next time.